everybody. Welcome to episode 145 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Paul Robinson. It's a lot of background noise. Whether you hear it or not, I hear it. It annoys me. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm rendering. So When are you ever not to render? Yeah. That's a better question. So if you hear some computer fans and stuff, that's me. Or a... Or you won't hear anything. A dog throwing up. That yeah. would be the dog that I'm sitting that threw up this morning already four times. So, yeah. you know, if you hear a... A wet gurgle in the background. You're welcome. <laughs> Absolutely. Dogs, am I right? Am I right? So uh, we have <clears throat> we have a lot of things that we've watched. Some things I'm having to leave out and, and uh, save for other episodes because otherwise there were just there's just not enough space for posters. So we're just going to go with <laughs> um, three things. Yep. That we've seen that are not very indie. We went pretty mainstream this this time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we like to switch it up. Yeah, we yeah, like yeah. Different things. Yep, absolutely. Is, is, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna start with the worst of it. You already know what I'm gonna say. The Justice League, the Snyder verse cut or whatever. So we watched that. I would four say hour. Who asked for this? Marathon. But apparently, people did. Yeah. So just I off, didn't ask for this. we didn't watch the original one, the original Justice League. I don't hate myself that much. Yeah, and so. This these these uh, opinions are coming from people that didn't watch the original one. Not that I feel like I'm missing anything, but no. so um, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I don't know where to start with this thing. I'm trying to think of like let's get some positive things going about it. Good luck. And um, I mean, there were some interesting kind of uh, shots in there. You know, they had some nice composed shots. But um, first of all, let me just. Let me just say something when you say that. Mm-hmm. That is the first thing that we go to when we don't have something nice to say about something and we have to find something nice to say and we're like, the cinematography was nice. Well, I'm just saying that like some of the um, the visual effects and stuff were like, meh, but then some of them had like a, 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 a an interesting kind of, uh, you know, something interesting about them, but not enough to save the movie for me. It was way too long. First of all, when you have a 300000 a $300 million budget your effects shouldn't be interesting yeah they should be stellar and that's it and i know all the purists out there are going to be like well it wasn't 300 million just for the effects obviously but if you have a 300 million dollar budget and some of your effects look like they were made by students Hmm. no yeah plus i don't know the big differences of um the i guess the joss whedon cut versus the snyder cut i i don't uh i know that um the 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 uh, uh, main villain guy, his name escapes me at the moment. They changed him. He was more organic, and then they went to like the shiny metal plates or whatever, which I wasn't really feeling. Oh, the reptile guy. The yeah, shiny like the reptile main, guy. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like I just felt like it was too long. They they were trying to do too really? much. Really, you thought a four hour movie was too <laughs> long? Interesting. <laughs> they were trying to do too much. I didn't. I didn't really like have enough time with any. It was just like. Let's go to the Flash. Here's a, here's a quick little scene with him. Let's go to the you know and, and I don't know. I just felt like there was it was too much to put in one movie, even a four hour movie. You needed time to to kind of like you know be in Flash for a while and figure out what his story is and who he is and stuff. And then you know then you have um, you know Aquaman and what's his deal and and all this stuff. And so well, but those characters are established in films already in their own films, so we should know who these characters are. But they're not though. Only Aquaman they're... is. No, they're. Oh, they had other. All of those other people were in other. There's movies. no Flash movie with the, you know in this world there's or with shows this, you know. like there's nothing that you don't know about these people. It's well, not in general, like they sure, but I just feel like characters that you don't know. Yeah, we know everything about these characters. Nothing to know about them, which was my issue, which was that nothing happened in four hours. I felt the opposite. I felt like you had. You ran out of things to talk about. That was how long this was going on, that I didn't get any useful information out of those four hours. It was the same thing happening for four hours. Well, here's the th- here's my biggest gripe with the film is it's all about Superman. And so if they didn't, I mean, spoilers, if you haven't seen it, um, if lucky. you haven't seen it by now, <laughs> you probably don't care or, yeah. you know, whatever. But, you know, you resurrect Superman and then he just comes in and houses everybody and it's like... He could have just done that himself and everyone else could have just stayed home, mm-hmm. you know. And so I don't feel like they solved the Superman problem, which is always like he's too powerful, you know. 
And sure, you know, you can argue that he had some cool things that he did and he was whatever, but I, I just feel like if he decided, if he didn't decide to go help them, they wouldn't have lost, you know, or if he would have decided earlier to go help he them. would have lost, you said? They would have lost, okay. yeah. And the world would have been destroyed or whatever. Um, and if he had decided earlier to do it, he could have just went in and done it himself and destroyed everybody. So I don't know. Yeah, but if he's so powerful, then why was he dead? Well, that's a different, I don't know. It was in the other he movie. He can't be the most powerful whatever and then be dead. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I don't and know. Then if I just... he and, and he and Captain Marvel, let's just say somehow this they came together for something in some weird world where that crashed sure. together. Who wins? Because isn't she supposed to be like the, the yeah. Superman of of Marvel? I guess like that she's like well, the yeah, strongest. they're pretty powerful, and and so yeah, so that's that's that that she's was not dead. No, but <laughs> you know they had that same issue in um, Avengers where she was so powerful they had to like take her out of the movie. They had to find a reason for her not to be yeah involved in it because she could just come in and wipe everything out, wipe you know, and, and take care of that. And so like I don't know, you know, I, I feel like. That was the biggest problem for me. It's just like that whole none of it mattered because at the end of the day, Superman came in and saved the day. I mean, I I, I can overlook things like that. And, and, and the reason is because this is make-believe, right? So if you start to pick apart the what's realistic, uh, I'm saying this as I'm about to pick apart <laughs> the entire film, but I'm just saying like baseline stuff, right? When you yeah. say like, well, this person is the most powerful than well, but you know, it's like, okay, but... We're talking about superheroes, so there's that. Um, but then I, if if we're getting nitpicky, mm. I have a laundry list. I literally made a laundry list of stuff because as we were watching the film, I was trying to make as many mental notes as I could because so many things, so many asinine things were happening so close together that I was losing track of them. And I was like, I'm going to have to write this down because I'm not going to remember all of this asininity, if you will. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to start like first things first. Uh, you you know, we know that horses are like sentient beings. Yeah. Right? Uh, they're sensitive. All animals are sensitive. Yeah. And they run from chaos and or trouble. Yeah. Uh, They'll so, run if you sneeze near them. Pretty much. Um, so I was already annoyed um, off the bat when that, look, you, if you're a fan of this, you're going to hate me because I don't know details and I don't care about them. So I'm just going to say whatever like weird fifth element tunnel that they were in. Mm -hmm. uh the in 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 woman world wherever that is uh they the horses are just standing around as this thing is about to like crush down they're just standing around like you know 25 feet from where this thing is about to fall horses don't function like that okay yeah. they'd have hauled ass and left you there um the only good thing to come from this film literally was that we found Gina Carano's replacement oh. in the Mandalorian yeah i don't know who this woman is Go find her. She's bigger than Gina Carano. Okay, so yeah. we can just we can put that to rest. Who's going to replace Gina Carano? There are so few women bodybuilders in films. Hello. Yeah. So we got her. Um, uh, then there was the fact that uh, I know I'm just like this is just the nitpickiest shit. But it I don't know why it bothered me because I guess it's like you have so much money and this this isn't just Justice League. You see this in a lot of films yeah. where it's just like these plot points. Just get overlooked. And I'm like, no, 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 hold on. You have a $70 million budget. Like, yeah. let's not overlook the fact that that's not how the earth works, right? Someone should be there with a pad. Yeah. Being like, no, that doesn't make sense. Let's yeah. fix Because it's a simple fix. Yeah. Um, okay. So she doesn't get the thing or whatever out or whatever. And, and, and Wonder Woman's yeah. mother or whatever the hell she is flies out of there unscathed. And then it collapses into the ocean. Which, by the way, was at the shoreline. Yeah. Which makes zero sense because she looks over the cliff. It can't even be seen. It's been swallowed in by the ocean at the shoreline. Yeah. Now, if they were in the middle of the ocean, yeah, this may have made its none way of it down. None it was sticking above the water at all. Literally yeah. none of it. It was yeah. just like, so this whole thing is at a cliff at the shore. It gets swallowed down and then just disappears, which doesn't make any sense because there's nothing under there. It yeah. would have just, it would have piled up. To where she was standing, yeah. which I was like, why didn't you just do that? I guess why did you just have <laughs> yeah. it disappear into a place that it couldn't disappear? Okay, anyway, all right. So now we now where they're having this battle. Was it was it was it Metal Snake guy? Was it he the one that they that was in there? Yeah. Okay, so he's there fighting them. I'm so angry at you. Okay, and then this girl falls over. Horse falls onto her legs. Yeah. 
uh, I mean, let's just talk about like biology and, and how the body works. All right? right. Horses are heavy as shit. I'll give you that. But if they fall on your legs, you don't die. Yeah. You might lose your fucking legs, though. Yeah. All right. If they're on there long enough, the circulation gets cut off and those puppies got to go. Yeah. But we're also talking about like kind of super women. Yeah. They're not regular women. So how are you not able to pull yourself out from under that horse? Then all the other women show up and they actually pass them like, see you later. Woo. Uh, <laughs> can we get some help picking up the horse? They just And then they circle back around to stare at her die, which makes no sense because none of her internal organs were crushed by this horse. It was yeah. just her legs. Yeah. And you're supposed to be stronger than that. I don't know. Uh, this I don't know who is in charge. I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean, but I don't know what group of people were in charge of sieging those women onto those horses if they had like a two hour deadline and that's all they gave them because they were floating above all the horses. No one was actually riding horses. Yeah. They were sort of floating over the horses. Mm-hmm. Um, the horses looked terrible. <laughs> I mean, just that whole scene, just awfulness going yeah. across the board. I'm like, what's going on here? Um, and OK, so. Uh, now I think it was closer to the beginning where Aquaman like goes into the water and he has the gratuitous shirtless scene. It's like, we can't have Jason Momoa in a film if he doesn't take his shirt off. Right. And listen, ain't nobody complaining about Momoa. You could could argue that, well, the, the, the shirt's going to slow him down in the water, but he kept his pants on. I'm getting there. Yeah. I'm getting there. So here's the thing. This isn't a Marvel movie. This is DC. This was rated R. It was. I don't know where. Yeah. Why? Because Ben Affleck threw a fuck in there at the end. At the very end, we'll talk about the end. But, I mean, what about this film was rated R? What? I don't know. There was nothing about this film. What, the violence? Have you seen what kids' video games look like? I mean, yeah. it, that's that's what got rated R. So I'm like, this is a rated R. This is DC, which is supposed to be edgier. Mm-hmm. Um, could we not find an ass stand-in for Aquaman if Momoa didn't want to do it? Because he takes his shirt off. Gets into the water with the crispest black jeans I've ever seen in my life. Like when you buy them off the shelf and they're still crunchy. Yeah. That's how fucking stiff those things were. He gets in the water and it's like he could have just taken everything off and then turned around in the water waist up and you wouldn't have seen anything. Yeah. Why do you have pants? You know how like restrictive pants are to swim in jeans? Yeah. Over a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's like, he takes his shirt off and then gets in the with boots. <laughs> and pants in the water. All right, so he gets in the water. Then there's a scene where he comes out of the water and goes into that bar or whatever yeah. it is, comes back out with a bottle, which he breaks and throws in the water. Yeah. First of all, I'm just going to go with the environmental factor here. That's irresponsible. You're yeah. so, all the fish are supposed to be your friends. I don't know how many of your friends you just slaughtered right now with that yeah. one bottle. Yeah. You probably killed a sea turtle, something. Yeah. Okay, and if you wanted to have a realistic depiction of the water where he was floating past diapers and hyper and, and like hypodermic needles, yeah, that would have made sense. Well, fuck it, you might as well throw the bottle in, right? We're all screwed and gonna die anyway. But the water is pristine. Mm-hmm. But he throws a bottle in there, so it's like, well, that's just irresponsible. Okay, but then what I don't understand at that point is that again we have we have pants, yeah, you know, and like I'm gonna take this tank top off. <laughs> at least you could have like a uh, what are those uh, what are those things that people wear when they go swimming? You know those suits, like a bodysuit. Yeah, like at least why throw would he have a bodysuit? I don't on? know if you don't want to show his junk or something, and it's like you, you don't want him swimming. You know, at least doesn't he, he have an outfit? He does have an outfit. Well, then he should always be wearing that outfit. Yeah, I mean, I why know. is he wearing civilian clothing? I don't understand what's going on there. It just yeah. that just I, Aquaman is probably one of the worst characters to make a movie about and the only thing that makes it watchable is that they were like we have to find an incredibly hot person like the only thing aquaman has going for it is that jason momoa is playing aquaman that's it yeah but the character itself in the 50s or 60s well whenever it came out yeah that was probably cool back then i mean we're talking about times that like kids played with like sticks yeah Okay, building blocks were still the most exciting thing a children a child could have. <laughs> so yeah, I'm assuming Aquaman was probably riveting, but in today's climate of technology, he just doesn't hold up. It, it just doesn't yeah. make any sense. And I understand you have to have him in there because well, he's the, part of it, but it's yeah, like, that's the thing is is uh, like what does he do there? You know what I mean? Like he has like <laughs> he apparently apparently, apparently his powers are are you know just as potent on land. As they are in water, so 
I don't I don't really understand it. I will say, actually, that was a, a positive thing I had noted was that I thought that the way they did the hair and the water was done well. I knew you were going to say that because yeah. that was the only nice thing that you had to say. At least they got the hair better. That's what you it said. It looked pretty good, the the hair floating in the water thing. I thought that was done done well. I mean, all right. Um, Just my thoughts. I'm going to move on to The Flash. <clears throat> yeah. Um, who is probably one of the most obnoxious fucking characters. I do appreciate film. the fact that he tried to do something with the character and make him like nerdy kind of like. I don't appreciate what he did with it. So Well, I appreciate the thought that went into it. You know? I don't think he had that much control. I just want to. Yeah, that's true. I just want to say that. I don't think that anybody was like, oh, what does Ezra Miller want? Yeah. No. Like he was just happy to play the part because it was a big movie and I get that. But the direction and the writing, no. So I did like, can we just address the fact that uh, the the copious amount of time that Flash had to save that girl outside of that pet store or whatever yeah. the hell it was. I mean, a lifetime went by. That was well, a yeah, Like that defeats the point of your job. Your job is to quickly save people's lives, not stand there and stare at them like inches from death and then decide at the last minute, oh, all right, I guess I'll do something about this because I'm done staring at you, which is fucking weird. Well, yeah, and then he like brushed her hair and touched her face. And That's it's just like, weird. Consent, bro. What? <laughs> You know, you don't just go touch people's faces when they don't have uh, any say any say in it. I guess we I guess we can go there in, in today's climate. But my bigger issue is just this is a, just a waste of time. I felt like his character quirks mm. were so they were so forced. There were there were more, it was like his character quirks were like it was like squeezing a thirty six inch bust into a thirty two inch bra. <laughs> It was spilling out. It didn't, it that didn't bother me so as much. much. It was like, all right, dude, we get it. You're quirky and you're funny-ish. And I knew what jokes he was going to yeah. drop before he dropped them. And I'm like, oh, let me guess. This is how he's going to respond. Bingo. Because it was so anticipated. Yeah. It was too much. There's such a thing as too much. And it was too much. And I won't blame him. So, some the director and producers somebody should have been like we got to reel this in yeah who wrote this <laughs> like yeah. if it's ad-libbed bring it back i don't know but it was just too much and it got really annoying that character got annoying for me um and then <laughs> just um the cyborg kid yeah so he he steals the thing whatever he has the thing they're like oh no i wonder what happened to the thing so he he, he flies in and again, I don't know if he like was reading from the same book that The Flash was, but he takes about seven weeks to deliver his line, which is like, I got it. Well, now we know that because we, we've you've been holding it for four years. We saw that. That's how long <laughs> it took for you to get that line out, which it just negates the whole point of putting that like, oh, I'm going to put a cheeky line in about like, who got the magic square thing? <sighs> I got it. Well, I know you're holding it now. I mean, it's just like I was literally just standing, we were just watching it. And I'm like, why isn't he answering? I already know what the line's going to be. I know the line. Insert line where he says, I got it. But it took yeah. ages for him to say it. So I was like, that was just, this is, again, this is all like stuff that, how, like how's someone not catching that? Like just even in editing. Yeah. It's just like, three seconds. We're going to just speed this up because we just lost time here. Like it's four hours yeah. or whatever. Um, <laughs> um, let me see. What else is there? Oh, like the whole, like the whole fact that Superman could be subdued by Lois Lane, that she was the only I mean, person that he recognized. It's Amy Adams, so. Yeah, okay. But like, so what? Yeah. I, look, this film, Amy Adams is getting a paycheck. All right. She doesn't take this film because it challenges her as an actor. We all know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's just not happening. Same with the, the mom. Who oh, I love oh, yeah, in the Diane camera, Lane. Diane, uh, Diane Lane, uh, who's she's wonderful. It's a paycheck. Yeah. All right. These these women are this caliber acting is they've surpassed this. So yeah. they're I'm not hating on them. You got a paycheck, like okay. But Lois Lane's character, it's a, she doesn't have any kind of superpowers or anything like that. He didn't recognize any of the other people. He didn't yeah. recognize any of the other people. He recognized her. Uh, whatever. Um, I I couldn't deal with the fact that they had the Flash apparently moving so fast that it's slow but instead of actually slowing down his movements and speech they just had him talk and move really slow <laughs> and i'm like this is like a high school budget this is like when you make a movie yeah. in high school and you're like raw, raw. 
Like, really? Again, where's the budget going? Yeah. How did you not actually film that and slow it down or speed it up? You know, it was just like, hey, dude, just move your hands in a really awkward motion. He's doing like this weird like yeah. brush stroke thing that when I was he like. he was running to, to wake up. Superman. It's not yeah. Aquaman. Why are you running like that? Um, so he was doing this weird brush stroke and then talking in real time, just talking slowly. Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't understand this like, <laughs> Fisher Price budget. Like when it came to that effect, it, it was awful. Um, the main, like the actual bad guy, not like the the reptile guy. Yeah, uh, with the eye, the glowing. So eyes. DC, DC's Thanos, right? Yeah, yeah, basically. We've established that everyone has established that yeah. this is the DC Thanos because he almost looks exactly like him. And for a second, I was like, "Why is Thanos in this? That's yeah. Marvel. That doesn't make any sense." And I was like, "Oh no." They just literally are making a DC Thanos and and no, no one's going to say anything about that. And then his sidekick who looked like the guy from Star Wars. Again, I don't know the character's name. Mm. the one that has the hood on. Yeah, I don't know. How do you not know? I don't know which, which guy you're talking There's about. There's that guy in Star Wars that looks like all like dead. He's got a really bad complexion. So he's clearly been through some shit and he's wearing a hood. I know I've seen the character in shots of stuff and uh -huh. that was the DC Thanos' sidekick. I'm like, so we stole from Star Wars and we stole from Marvel. Okay. Um, I don't understand. I don't understand Batman's role in this. There are things that I love about DC, and it's mostly that they're dark. Joker's character, Lobo. I like a lot of the really yeah. dark. But what the hell is the point of Batman in this group? In this group, like on his own with Joker at Siffin, because Joker's not a superhero. Joker's yeah. just like a really fucking hyped up junkie. Yeah. You know, he's like a he's like a really strong fucking dope fiend, yeah. you know? But then but, but he's yeah. not magical. Yeah. And so Batman makes sense in that in that world because it's like, all right, they can kind of, you know, whatever. So he has lots of bad guys with him, but he's Batman. And so his little toys and things work. But when you're talking about like ethereal characters that come from other planets and shit, yeah. what do you do? You basically jump from places a little higher than the average what person would can you jump say from. You, you do, do here. here. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I don't understand. It's like he's like parkour. Basically, yeah. Well, that that was always the I was intrigued. Like I'm, in, and I'm intrigued with you know uh, Robert Pattinson's and not, not his movie. I, I can, the director escapes me, but you know that that version of Batman. I'm interested. I like to Robert see. Pattinson, so I'm going to watch this. Yes, but it's you know the whole lure of Batman and Joker to me was more of like kind of more suspenseful mind games, you know, because yes. Batman is essentially supposed to be like the world's greatest detective. He hasn't detected <laughs> shit in any of these movies, first of all, <laughs> that I've seen so far. Um, even and that includes Nolan's movies, you know, like he's not figuring shit out ever, you know, like he's not, <laughs> that's, you know, was always his thing. And then Joker was, you know, kind of like this evil genius. And that will, which that's what was so brilliant about Nolan's take on the Joker was that, uh, and, and Heath Ledger obviously as well, but was, they just made him smarter than everybody in the room, right? right. you know, whereas like none of those traits really like carried over. And, and I don't know, to me, that's kind of like. To your point, like what what else, what what do you do? What, what are you doing? He jumps from things. That's what you know, he does. You're, you're bankrolling this op operation. That's about it. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, yeah. So I I I I don't know. It's just like that moment where I was like, in, in comparison, when you're looking at what everyone's fighting people, you know, uh, he doesn't really do anything. You really don't do anything. Yeah. Um, I I'm gonna address this to whoever the hell greenlit playing the fucking Amazon music every time Wonder Woman farts. Or moves, yeah. or sneezes. It's like, oh, Wonder Woman's doing something. <sighs> so annoying. Yeah, is that necessary? Like, we get it. She's from Amazon Woman World. Like, oh, nobody else has that. Yeah. Why do we have to hear this? Every all I could think of was Xena. Yeah. All I could think of was Xena. The it's thing, just the other thing about this movie is I feel like it's so corny. Like, there's so many people online that really like it. Like, it did well in... in of course. There's always people that will but, love garbage. Yeah, but I just feel like it, it's a lot... Of, there's a there, there's a, a group of people online, a select few of people online, which I like to and listen to. And when I say to. garbage, just stuff that... There's stuff that, that's garbagey that I like. I'm not saying that, like, judging. Yeah, yeah, like, there's sure. stuff that I like that's garbagey. There's always a fan for something. Yeah. You know, no matter how popular it is, there's always, like, people that'll love it. I don't know. It. it just seems like everybody just loved this movie, and I'm just like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. And I'm I not... Look, get it. 
you know, this goes to our conversation. Like, I, I am, I know this is going to sound weird and you, you'll you disagree with me, but I am glad this movie exists because... I'm not mad that it exists. I just thought it was terrible. Yeah, because it's, I feel like this was what Zack Snyder wanted to make. This is his pure vision. Nobody's going to green light a four-hour movie of a movie that was made four years ago. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So they just let him do it. And, and I'm glad that he, he made it. And, you know, he has a black and white version and it's in four by three. And, you know, know, those 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 things are choice not choices that a studio makes to try to make a quick buck or something. So I do appreciate the fact that he, you know, tried to bring his vision to the screen on such a big scale. I appreciate that. And I'm glad that he was able to do that. It just didn't hit for me. I just, I, will say that. I just don't understand. I don't understand the point of be- people being like, oh, well, the original one wasn't uh, Zack Snyder's vision. Yeah, he left. And I understand he left because of a family tragedy, but you still left. So you can't bitch about somebody else's adaptation of your film. I find that really childish to be like, it's not the movie I made. Obviously, you didn't make it. Yeah. Someone else had to finish it. So how could you ever think that it's the film you would have made? Yeah. I'm not judging you not making it. Obviously, there were more important things to address, but that just seems like such a baby shit thing to do, to be yeah. like, that's not the movie I made. And then all your fans are going to be like, what's the movie you would have made? Like, well, the fucking movie got made. I mean, like, yeah. you know, shit happens and, you know, like you can't have a say in everything when you're not there. I get that. But it's just like, why even make that comment when somebody says, How, what did you think of the film? You know, it got made. I'm glad it got made. You know, there was a tragedy and this like, how is that important? I guess is what I mean. Yeah. Right. The, I don't know. Everybody handles things differently, obviously. But it's like my association, if that happened during a time where I was making that film, I probably wouldn't want anything. I personally probably want anything to do with it. I'd be like, every time I think of this, it's just going to bring up a bad yeah, memory yeah. or whatever. So it's just like this tragedy strikes your child dies and like all you could think to say is like it's not the movie I would have made. Clearly. Clearly. Yeah. Somebody else made it. So and I didn't see the other one. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like it just seems like such a kind of pissant kind of thing to say and be like, I didn't get my cut. And now you got four fucking hours and this is what you did with it. Let me tell you something. You're going to open your mouth. All right. And you're going to make a comment like that. You better bring some amazing shit to the table. And after that, this is what you brought. You brought us bologna sandwiches. (laughs) No, don't complain about my freaking Demi on my beautiful roast beef and bring me a bologna sandwich. (laughs) You didn't cook the roast beef, bitch. So if you don't like the way it is, then, you, you know, make your own fucking roast beef. I don't know. Like, this is still the studio's money, you know, and they gave him more money to finish this with or i don't know um all right let's just get because we have two other things to talk about let's just get to like the one of the biggest like slaps in the face after sitting through i think at that point like three hours and 40 minutes of this movie we get uh we get this reveal at the end which at that point if i had to postulate like what batman's power would be it would be to dream in annoyingly long detail yeah. Those are his superpowers. He jumps really high and he dreams in annoyingly long details. Yeah. Because this weird Mad Max ending was insanity. Why? It went on for too long. It was their way of interest introducing the Joker. Christ. Yeah. Let it go, man. You can't play the Joker. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you do. I don't care if you give yourself false teeth and fronts, crazy long hair, hair, no short hair, hair, short hair, long hair. It's not working, man. It's a square peg in a round hole and you can't do it. Stop. Yeah. I didn't think that his version his second attempt at that character could be any worse than the first one. Well, third God, technically, wrong. right? Because he was in—he's played it three times now. I don't know. I thought this was the second. I thought there was the first one. He was in, in Suicide Squad. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. So he played a different one in the uh, no. in the other one. No, it was just another movie that he played him in. That's I think he was two. In, well, wasn't he in? Um, was that it? Just Suicide Squad? I feel like he was in something else too. Well, he wasn't no. in Birds of Prey. No. Okay. So was he in the other Justice League? No. So the, wasn't in the to my cut. knowledge, this yeah. is too. I don't know. There's probably someone's probably like, you're wrong. There's actually 17. That's even worse. Yeah. Okay. It it's just it just doesn't work. 
it doesn't work. It's like Jared Leto is one of those people that I'm starting to realize isn't as good as I thought he was mm. in certain roles. Give Jared Leto a dramatic, damaged character, he'll ace it, okay? The second he has to play a character that is edgy in any way, shape, or form, he goes to 40, and it's like, no, stop that. And then he plays them all the same. Yeah. So the one that we just saw, the little things or yeah, whatever. Yeah, all the little things or something like that. That was, there were so many aspects of that character in the Joker that I was like, oh, this he doesn't know how to play different bad characters. They all have this, it's like this amalgamation of like what he thinks a bad character should be like and then he plays them all the same yeah. way. And that's why I never like them. I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, oh, cause it's, I'm watching the same character in every single attempt to, that he that he tries to do this in and it doesn't work and no. <laughs> yeah. Who gets this many chances to play the same character? I'm saying. I, I think like in the actor world, it's like, you know, you, you bust the audition the first time, you don't get it. You know yeah. what I mean? But for some reason, everyone's like, let's let Jared Leto play the Joker any kind of way he wants to play yeah. it. Like, no, dude, it's not working. Surrender the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that the whole ending. And then, but that's the, the other thing, too, that kind of annoyed me is that, you know, let's say I did like the movie. All right, well, you have, and I realize you want to put every ounce of film that you shot in this thing, but then you basically had, like, two, like, teases for the, more yeah. things. You had, like, the Martian Manhunter thing with the guy who yes. just kind of, like, showed up at the end and was like, oh, I wasn't going to fight with you guys, but I think I will now. It's cool. Who is clearly CG. Yeah. And then you had for the, some reason. The, the, the other ending with um, uh, um, Jesse. Plemons? No. <laughs> uh, Eisenberg? Yeah. What's going on? Oh, yeah. I was. Oh, at my God. I was just kidding. I, just, I just threw out Jesse names. That's right. Yeah. yeah he is he's at it. the end. And um, it's like, well, okay. But you know, like you're not, you know, going into this that you're not making any more in this universe. Yeah. So like why set up further films? Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get that weird like introduction cliffhanger thing yeah. unless they're actually doing it. Yeah, my understanding is that they they all everybody knows that they're not making any more, but I don't know. Like we've done over thirty minutes on Justice League, but <laughs> it's uh, that's how traumatizing it was. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So uh, I just no, I don't I don't like it. I knew I wasn't gonna like it, but I didn't think I dislike it this much. Um, as much as I shit on like the Marvel. Uh, th this is not what DC wants to hear, but I can appreciate Marvel and the Avengers a little bit more having seen that. That's how bad this is. Mm -hmm. It's so bad that I'm able to be like, okay, I can at least say that production value wise and story wise, the writers that they choose for Marvel movies are far better. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I it's, it, there's a curse. There's a DC curse. There's a DC yeah, film curse. Something they, they cannot get it right. They just can't. Because they're trying too hard. You know, when Marvel first came out with their stuff, they're like, this is what we're going to do. And then they stuck to the plan, you know, and it evolved, obviously. But their their whole idea of, like, introducing all these characters separately and then bringing them together in a film is that made the most sense. And I understand, like, DC wants to be darker and edgier, and I'm, I'm here for that. But, you know, um, they have to figure out, and, you know, then they were going to do their own version, and then you jump to Justice League without really having any films about any characters, and it's it was just like, I, 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 will I don't know. I will I don't say, know though, the, the, I mean, look, so far the only DC plotted type story that I liked was Nolan's. Yeah. As much as I kind of, you know, razz on him for being kind of bratty and stuff with the whole like releasing Tenant and this and that. He killed the Batmans. Yeah. Um, the first one I didn't care so much for, but second and third were yeah. obviously the best. Um, but again, we're talking about, it's because these are characters that are dramatic characters, right? So yeah, again, that they're, yeah, they're real characters yeah. that you just add a little edge to. And so it works. It works as a dramatic rated R film. Mm -hmm. But once people start flying in the because air. Because it was well written. And I think if there was, if yeah, there was, I think if, if there you was tried aspects... to make the flash, if Nolan made the flash, it wouldn't work. That character is just I too like silly. You, yeah, I guess. But if, you know. The thing Just that the thing Lobo that Nolan already. has is him and his brother and his writing partners or whatever. They're they're decent writers. You know, they can write a good story, and so that 
I feel like if he was tasked with the Flash, he would have. Yeah, but he, even he done Joker, well. like that, you know, people crap all over, like, oh, it's not, you know, whatever, and it's it's comic movies. That was a cinematic film. Yeah. There's things about it that maybe aren't perfect or whatever that people can pick apart, but it was a good cinematic film. They're not superhero movies. I think that's the thing that DC has to let go of. Stop using the fantastical characters. Get down to the... You have plenty nitty-gritty characters like Spawn and Lobo and Joker and Batman. You know what I mean? Like mm. These are characters that you can... Pl- and Spawn was okay at the time. Yeah. It looked cool. The makeup and shit was cool. And the, yeah, the, yeah. the you know, John Leguizamo was a tiny fat clown and then a big <laughs> fat clown was, you know, funny and stuff. Yeah. But um, it's that. It's making it more well, cinematic yeah. and less fantastical. It's you all style cannot, over substance. Yeah, you can't match Marvel in that. You just, uh, you, you fail every single time. I don't know why they do it. Like, just stick to dark, rated R, cinematic, get real good directors for this. And, like, Make that, yeah. but stop trying to make darker Marvel. Yeah. Okay. On to the next thing. Okay. We're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> this be a long episode. Um, so we watched. Um, I care a lot. Yeah. Um, this is on Netflix. I never forgot that it was a Netflix movie. We say this every single time. I can like a movie, but I know it's a Netflix movie. There's just something about the films that they produce. I don't get it. I yeah. don't know why it's like this weird schematic that they follow and they all have this weird, like connected funkiness yeah. to them that it's just like, yeah, that's it's like the way you watch something. You're like, that's a Lifetime movie. It's like, yeah, that's a Netflix movie. It's not necessarily oh, Lifetime is terrible, but like it's <laughs> Netflix, it's not film. bad. You know, it's not bad. The movies can be good, but it's just there's no individuality to them. Mm-hmm. They all just kind of have the same yeah. look and it's like they just feel all go to the same rental house and get the exact same equipment i'm saying <laughs> they all see the same hairdresser they you know it's like that thing like where you're just, just like uh-huh okay yeah. um okay so uh it's it's a writer director jay blakeson which which i appreciate mm-hmm. um and so it's starring uh rosamund pike uh peter dinklage uh i think it's isa gonzalez who, by the way, I had no freaking idea till halfway through the movie that this was the annoying girl from Baby Driver. Yeah. Who didn't really have much dialogue and was just kind of like, she was like the Kardashian of the group. That's yeah. how she reminded me of, like this prissy Kardashian girl. Did not know that was her. Yeah. So kudos for the character change, you know? Yeah. I, the, the, the character in Baby Driver was so magoo that I actually thought that's all this girl could do. Mm. Which kind of speaks to her ability to act that she played that like annoying Kardashian type girl so well that I was like, oh, this girl probably doesn't know how to play anything other than this character. Yeah. All right. They got my face. Foot, meat, mouth. Yeah. Um, and Diane, uh, Diane Weist. Yeah. Weist. I always thought it was Diane West mm. my whole life. Um, anyway, learned something new. Um, this is a weird film because I didn't love it. Well, but I this, liked it. Yeah, it was, I, I liked it too, but it was the thing of like, you have... Oh, also, I'm sorry, I have to say uh, Chris Messina because he was the best part <laughs> yeah. of this fucking movie. And he had one of the smallest roles, but he, he was the best it. part. Uh, Isaiah Whitlock Jr., she was also in this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, Chris but, Messina stole that film for me. Yeah, but it was the thing of like, you have these two people kind of going up against each other sort of in this way, but... Neither of them are good people. Exactly, yeah. You know, and so, like, who, who and not exactly like am in I really... And not, like, and in not, a fun villain right. way, either. Not like Joker, where you're like, oh, he's an asshole, but he's entertaining. Right. And that was the thing, is is because the tone of the film wasn't, like, a dark comedy to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it 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 kind of went more over to, like, a dramatic kind of thriller. Not thriller, but you know what I mean. Like, a more dramatic thing. And so, I don't know. I just found myself being, like... Y'all can burn. I don't really care. Like y'all, y'all can burn. <laughs> y'all can burn. Um, Isn't that a thing? I don't know. I uh, does Rosamund Pike not like her haircut in any other way? I wonder if this is like in a. Does she have like a is like a Zoe Deschanel thing? Or yeah, it can only be one way. Like a, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the Michelle Williams. Is a, like this is my pixie cut is what I rock, and that's it. Because like she always has this really blunt like weird cut that almost becomes distracting. Because I every time I see that, I think of. Uh, Gone Girl, and then it's like, oh, this is the same like yeah. blunt, weird. It's like curl it, 
No, so it's just curl it it's, up one. it's you know, it's it's a bob, yeah. but it's just so like it's she always has that haircut, yeah, yeah. I feel like. Um anyway, uh God, I don't know so, where to go with this. It, this is so weird. Like there was there's foreshadowing in the beginning, which was a little bit obvious. Yeah. Or as a lot of it obvious. Yeah. Foreshadowing in the beginning. Um I look, I don't wanna I don't wanna make assumptions about Peter Dinklage's feelings on his character, but I hate that he plays the funny dwarf, the funny dark dwarf. Um, he's played this character before mm-hmm. in that Melissa McCarthy yeah, yeah. movie. And there's something about it that's that feels kind of like a mockery. Mm. I love Peter Dinklage. This is the problem. He's I love so Peter Dinklage. And I'm like, can we just Especially give this, this man he's, he's... good dramatic roles or like comedic whatever it is he wants to play because if he wants to play this character then you know i'll shut up yeah but i just there's something kind of mocking well, I about assume it he's in a he's not he's in a position where he can pick and choose can, can he though because he's always going to be the dwarf guy from game of thrones oh. even though he was in ship before he's going to be the dwarf guy from da- game of thrones you know that's how everybody that was in game of thrones is their character from game of thrones so you you cut you know that's like the there's that double-edged sword of being and you know that we've yeah. talked about and being uh, having your your um, your fame rise in in a, a show that's so distinctive because then nobody sees you as anything but that character. So I don't know it like I don't understand why Peter Dinklage isn't in more shit. And if it's because he chooses not to be, then great. But it's like if he wants to be in more shit, I don't know why he isn't because yeah. he's such a good actor. And there's just something like. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being overly sensitive and I need to get over myself, but it feels kind of mocking. Like they always give him this like Karen haircut (laughs) and he has to play this like overbearingly serious, slightly comedic. Like he just threw shit constantly. And every scene he was in, he was like throwing a tantrum in something. And I can't help but feel like I don't know, like the creators somewhere are like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if the villain was a dwarf? Yeah. You know, I I don't know. I could be just completely making that up in my oversensitive brain. But I'm like, can we stop with like making him play that character or offering like why can't he just play? Or like if he's going to be the bad guy, then just let him be the bad guy without the like care and haircut and the like over dramatic villainry. Yeah. Because he's better than that. He's so good. Yeah. Well, he he always tends to play. I mean, Game of Thrones. He you know kind of like went from bad to good, but like he he's never like the hero, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I or just the, like the protagonist is always an antagonist. I feel like know? he deserved better than that character. I guess is what I'm saying. I just feel like he deserved better than that. It was a little cliche the way they wrote it, and I was like, yeah. I don't really care for that. Um, it's like whatever. But he um, fought, he nailed it. Like, he does. He always does. But that's why I'd like to see him do more, and I'd like to. I don't know. All right. So so anyway, if you don't know the plot, Rosamund Pike's character basically like cons elderly people out of their savings and homes and 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 uh, belongings. And then she puts them up in nursing homes and like sells off their estates. And, you know, so she goes for obviously wealthier uh, widows and this type, these types so that and she's made a business out of it. Which part of me is just like, where, who, how were so many people okay with this? And then I look at our healthcare system and I'm like, yeah, no, that's that's actually yeah. not too far off. That's yeah. probably feasible. <laughs> so like, it's a little dramatized, but it's feasible. Um, and so it, it's all like, you know, she's doing something horrible. So as you said, there's no way to really root for her because you're like, you're an asshole. In every sense of the word, you're an asshole. There's nothing redeeming about you, so yeah. I don't care what happens to you. And then enters Chris Messina's character, who gives her a way out because she has kidnapped the wrong person. Mm-hmm. And um, man, he he was the best part about that film. I could have watched another hour of Chris Messina's character. I just wish there had been more of it. <laughs> I always Chris Messina is one of those character, uh, those characters or actors rather that like I see him in something. I'm like, oh, my boy, because I always like him. He's yeah. in a lot of things that I like, but he tends to play safer characters. And then this time it's not like his character was dangerous, but it was the way he yeah. played it. God, yeah. he just like kind of went up for me that I'm like, I didn't know. I'm a little upset. 
Yeah. Because I mean, you had this this whole time. Yeah. Why didn't anybody give him this? Like, yeah. Who is not writing for Chris Messina right now? Because he has this available in his body mm-hmm. to give us for entertainment yeah. pur- purposes. And I'm only now getting to see that. That's not right. Yeah. That's not right. Yeah, he's brilliant. The character was amazing. The way he did, the way he delivered his lines was amazing. Um, I mean, ultimately, like a lot of his movies, there's a ton of fuckery that takes place. Mm-hmm. And then there's I feel like a it could have. I feel like this movie would have been exponentially better if they leaned into dark comedy more. Picked a side. Pick yeah. a lane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were kind of. Yeah, I uh, I'll agree with that. They were kind of weaving between the, the lanes. You didn't really know what you were watching. Um, and so then it would get too funny and you were like, eh, it's not really. And then all it's, of a sudden, like, a place. yeah, when, when all of a sudden yeah. they're like violence, you know, and you're like, wait, what? I don't, I don't know. Um, but like not comedic violence. It was just right. kind of strange. And yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah. And the end was like really very predictable. I mean, they seemed like they were going to go in one direction and I was like, that can't be, it can't, I, that cannot be how this ends that's so stupid and then they give you the more satisfactory like i would have almost appreciated it more if they didn't because that's just how the world is you know people that are assholes and fuck people out of their money usually end up winning yeah well so we gave that away (laughs) um i I don't know it was okay it was good i liked it it was entertaining Mm -hmm. because there was such strong actors in it so it was like you were gonna at least get that but the story was just kind of like flip floppy for me yeah their motives were weird. The things that they could survive. Yeah. A little bit ridiculous. Yeah. The gas was on for quite some time. I'm pretty sure that girl would have been brain dead. Yeah. Uh, she survives this car crash in the water. And yeah. I, I that just... whole sequence for me was just like kind of like the whole uh, when in Austin Powers and he's like, what? I'm just going to let them sit here and die and walk away and act like everything went according to plan. Like, you don't check up on that? Yeah. We'll just. You know, drop you in the water and yeah. assume everything went well. And yeah, it just um, for once, I'd like to see somebody put that in a movie and have the character just have like that egg of a black eye where it's completely swollen shut because that's what it would fucking look like. Yeah. My friend got hit in the face with a dodgeball and her eye was closed for like four <laughs> days. People survive crashes in bodies of yeah. water. They and always they have come that out. cut, yeah. usually across the bridge, bridge of the, the nose. nose and then like on the cheek or something, you know, somewhere. Up on the forehead. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, that's it? How are you not complete? How is shit not broken? Yeah. I would have appreciated that if she like followed through so still had the tenacity to go through with it but had her arm in a sling yeah i was shut closed because you'd be like damn she really wants it you know what i mean but the fact that it was so like gone girl yeah you know what i mean it was just like oh i want the head and eh, i just i don't know i felt like that could have been better it was still entertaining but it yeah. could have been a lot I don't better regret watching it yeah i don't all. regret watching it but it could have been better uh, so yeah, there's that. I don't know. Is that a good review? It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Worth worth your time, was, I think. There was the, you know, uh, jo- Christmas Cena alone. Yeah. I almost said John Cena. John Cena alone. <laughs> Not John Cena. Uh, Christmas Cena alone. Just that like seven minutes that he was on yeah. on, on screen were was worth it for me. Yeah. I don't know. I, I loved him in that. And he... Someone better write him better shit. I want to see him play <laughs> like some amazing characters because that guy's got it. Yeah. Um, okay, so the last thing we're going to talk about, we mentioned in January when it came out that Servant had started. You know how we are. We hate watching things week to week. Yep. So we binged it all, I think, in like we just like in three or four days or something like yeah. that. Yeah, they're um, a half hour episode, half hour to yeah, 45 minutes. They're easy. You've been, we probably would have gotten done in one day, but you've had a lot of side work, so kind of break it up a bit. Yep. Um, all right, so it's the same. It's the same deal as before. There were some new directors that he brought in. A lot of female directors. I thought that was pretty cool. So I definitely do appreciate that. Um, and so you know, props to M Knight and the producers and stuff for like mm-hmm. having that that diversity in there. Uh, Tony Bascallop again is the creator still. There's also a writer that writes writes a couple episodes with him. Um, and then you've got the, the same directors as in the in the first season, but now a, a lot of other women. And then one of his kids, I think one of his daughters, yeah. directed two or three episodes, something like that. Yeah. I know she did the last episode and then maybe another one before that. Yeah. Um, <sighs> First of all, let me just say the show looks beautiful. <laughs> all right. 
the cinematography in this show, and I'm not just saying this as to find something like it genuinely is one of the things that drew us to the show. Look, anything, it, M, say what you will about M. Night, but anything he makes will look beautiful. Yeah, it at looks, the very least. It looks really good. The tension in it, the man knows how to build tension. I mean, that's just. Well, I mean, it's it's the other people as well because he's an executive yeah, he set the tone producer. For it, but yeah, yeah, he's yeah. an executive producer, so this isn't like one of his films. Uh, but it's it's very M Night. You can yeah. definitely tell he has he's got his foot in the pudding, if you will. Yeah. And you know, he's definitely in there. <laughs> what you don't put your foot in, the, in pudding? Yeah, I mean, if you, I guess you got extra pudding, you know. <laughs> um, I know it's hand, but I just feel like it's. I I, I love when like it's usually Southerners. That have like these weird sayings, and yeah. you're like, that makes no sense, and I love it. Yeah. So, foot in the pudding. That's yep. what it's gonna be. Everything was um, great until he stuck his toe in the butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it, we've got it's M Night, and look, I, I watch everything this man does, whether yeah. I love it or hate it, I watch everything he does. Moth to the flame, boom, I go in every single yeah. time. Never fails. If anything, I am a dedicated fan in that aspect. We'll always watch what he does. Um, we had we were like topsy turvy with the first season. There were things we liked. There were things we didn't like. Yeah. Um, I have to say, second go around, this did very well in terms of uh, like reviews. reviews and shit like yeah. that. I was a little bit surprised because I didn't like it as much as I did the first yeah. season. Um, it looks cool. The, uh, you know, the, the fucking grading, the costuming, yeah beautiful. The, the, the costuming everything. is beautiful. The outfits um, that she that she wears, you know. But in that same kind of vein, it's what makes her so unrelatable. Yeah. Right? Because they're not just wealthy. They're rich. Yeah. Um, this, this area that they're living in, these brownstones in Philadelphia are the equivalent to, you know, living on like, you know, the upper sides, yeah. you know, of, uh, and the brownstones and Soho and shit like that. And uh, Boston and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, they're very, you, these houses go for like at least a million dollars at least, yeah. you know, so they, they're living quite well. Her family's wealthy. Yeah. I am still not sure what the hell Sean does. Like I'm not, Sure, what he does because he doesn't work at a restaurant, no. right? He's a cook, he's a chef rather than they a cook. explained it in season one, and I don't remember. It was something like where he he like cooks stuff and then like reviews it or something, and I, I don't know. Right, but he 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 creates recipes and menus, and I'm not sure if he does um, like food photography, and so then he's he builds up from there and then does that. I don't remember what he does exactly, but his food budget is yeah. obscene, okay? Because half of the shit that's in that fridge isn't even getting used, okay? Because there's not enough time in the day to use all of that food. It would go bad. So I realize that it's an aesthetic, but I'm like, good God. Yeah. So apparently, um, Toby... Toby. Cabell? Yeah. He learned how to cook mm -hmm. and cooked for the crew. So I will say this is the best fed crew probably yeah. out there. Yeah. I'd like to be on that set just for the food. Yeah. Um, and so he learned how to cook and he got really confident. And that's that's really cool. I appreciate that there was that sense of, you know. But at the same time, there was this really unrealistic sort of precedence and uh, sort of air about him. One thing that any professional chef will tell you is that the last thing you want to eat is your food. Yeah. So when he's like, oh, I'll just whip this X, Y, and Z up in five seconds, which no, because it takes way longer than, like it would take hours for some of the shit that he makes. He just whips things up and it's like, um, one of the, the the craziest things that I, that I discovered working in, in kitchens was that after work, the chefs would go eat like grease spoon shit. They would go like eat Chinese takeout or yeah. burgers or hot dogs. And I'm like, God, you're like around five-star reviewed restaurants and the last thing they wanted to eat was a duck confit at yeah. two o'clock in the morning they'd yeah. go get burgers or whatever mcdonald's and shit um so it's like i don't know there that weird that pretension i i understand adds to it but it just it got to a point where it was like all right enough already like yeah. i get it and part of me loves that it's revolves around food because i love food but then another part of it started to just seem weird and like forced i guess yeah, yeah. um i don't know what it is with her facial expressions 
Because she never made those faces in Six Feet Under. Yeah. Well, I feel like so, she's like, a good actor, and um, and I, I, I kind of I feel like I know what she's going for, but um, because she commits to it, you know, it's not like she's yes, you know, it's very consistent um, with how she reacts to stuff and and everything. It's Lauren just, Ambrose. Is yeah, what yeah, we're about. she's great, and but um, yeah, I don't because they have some flashbacks, and she in those there's not really enough for you to really grasp the, the character, but she seems quote-unquote normal in those you know she's not like overacting yeah yeah in in that in that stuff so i don't know if this is like the choice she made the choice the you know again i don't know how much but i don't know but it but it it gives you it much like the dc thing it kind of how am i rooting for this person you know because Mm. it's like she's clearly crazy you know she's got issues she's a little messed up she's a little messed up um and to see what she's willing you know I guess I blame more of the people in her life yeah. for enabling that. Yeah, you know? and it seems like they They're, they they will go to such extremes to. They walked fourteen miles to get down the block. Yeah, and it's like how this entire that the this entire season would be unnecessary if you were just like, bitch, the baby's dead. Yeah, get over it. Yeah. You killed the baby. It's dead. And you're crazy. Bye. Like, that's it. That's all that needed to be done. I cannot imagine people going to these lengths to protect her psyche or whatever. Yeah. Like her 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 feelings, really, I guess, you know, her her sanity. Like she doesn't have sanity. So what really are you doing for her at that point? She's clearly unhinged. So you're not doing her any favors by continuing this charade. Yeah. Uh, It just (laughs) I, I don't know. It really doesn't make sense. And she has this, like, the character does this, like, squinty face thing that just, yeah. like, uh, it, it's supposed to be, uh, I'm, I'm assuming, if I, put my, if I put my actor hat on, I'm assuming it's supposed to represent the fact that she's basically on the cusp of exploding 24-7. Yeah, yeah. Right? So this is, she's constantly twitching and making these faces and squinting and stuff because she's always right on the edge. Yeah. Um, but there's just so much I've, that that I can take because she's never not on the edge. Yeah, yeah. She's just like that all the time. Yeah, and except it, when she's on the news, yeah. when she's somehow able to contain herself in front of the camera. Yeah, but yeah, she, everywhere the, else the she can. The thing can't. is, like you know, the thing about this season too was there. It's so it, there's just such the stakes are so high and everything's going on. Everybody's on edge and everybody's like, and it, at some point you have to be like, okay, but he's doing all this stuff for her and the brother's doing all this stuff for her. But does he even like her? You know? I don't think so. I don't think I've seen you know. So they had once. some flashbacks this season to kind of like reinforce the fact of like why they're even together, you know, and that they. But I feel like I felt like the father paid him to marry her or something. I don't something, know. Something I don't know. But you know, I feel like I would have liked to have seen more about you know more moments of their relation to see like what it was that like see why they're together. If 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 indeed their their love is genuine. It would have been nice to have that kind of seep in a little bit and see that that's the driving factor for him versus it being like whatever the hell it is now that he just is like afraid of her hat. You know, Mm. right now it's like more out of fear than love, you know, like didn't doesn't, you know. And so that that I mean, the the motivations of this show are kind of all over the place. I mean, it's kind of our biggest gripe with it. What drives the characters makes no sense. I don't understand what drives these people at all with Rupert. Uh. Rupert, right? Is yeah, Rupert name? Grint, I think his name is. I mean, brother. I guess his motivation is that he's a drunk asshole. Yeah. yeah. Like he's he's kind of like the best character, but then also can get annoying because it's so much I of think, it. I honestly think he plays that character so well. Yeah, but he plays the character really well. But I just mean as the character, he's like an asshole, but yeah. c- kind of an asshole that's funny. So you're yeah, like, yeah. all right, I, I, I can kind of let him get away with shit. Yeah. But he has, he plays the best character. Um, but again, that character's motivations, I don't even understand at this point. Mm-hmm. I really honestly don't get any of their motivations. It yeah. makes no sense at all. Yeah. The the lengths that they go for this baby that they know doesn't exist or yeah. does it exist or, oh my God, I just, I can't, <laughs> I just couldn't. Like after a while, I was like, what is going on with, so, you know, it's like we kidnapped you. In a room that you could probably easily fucking get out of. Like, yeah. she could have had so many opportunities to overpower her every time she would go up there to feed her. And she just stayed there. So it's like, you obviously don't want to leave. Yeah. But you're asking to leave. But you don't want to because you could have gotten out so many times yeah. and you didn't. Um, 
it just, I don't know. Having said all that, I'll watch season three. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to be annoyed by season three. <laughs> I know. It's such a weird thing. Only M. Night can do that to me. He yeah. is the only person on earth whose stuff will because I cannot wait to because, be annoyed by. Because it's everything, it's everything is so close to being really good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? And you're just hoping for that one season where you're like, nice, he got it. Yeah. If it never or comes, everyone but, got it. Or, I don't yeah. know. The, the, or really more Bass Gallop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, really more Bass Gallop, the way that he's writes this. Yeah. I, I don't understand the motivations. And it's like, it's just over the top. Because the creepy side of it and, is done so well. Yeah. You know, and then you have the, uh, I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what season three comes. There was one Because when season two ends, you're like, okay, well, what was the point of exactly, all the entire season? Exactly. <laughs> well, that's how I felt. Like when it was all over, I was like, great. Another year to get an inch out of this because yeah. the, you're not really giving. I Look, you know, I love anonymity. Yeah. And I don't like when you give things away, but you got to give me a little bit more. Like this is just like it's basically season one, but season two yeah. is the same thing. It was the same thing. You really didn't give me anything much different. I feel like more happened in season one than in season two. Yeah. There was more development, I yeah. guess. And um, it just didn't. I don't know. It just didn't and make sense Because I don't know how long you can carry this on for, you know? Yeah. I mean, not that it, it makes sense. It just the way that they executed it didn't make sense to me. It yeah, just yeah. felt like. God, this could have been so good. You had the perfect premise, location. Yeah. Those fucking dolls are creepy as shit. Make them, you know, a show yeah. about, yeah, perfect. Actors, good. But it's just like, oh, I don't know. And then stupid nitpicking thing I'm going to say, though. They sit down for Christmas dinner, okay? They comment on the goose that nobody cut into. Mm. No one cut into that goose. But there was comments about the goose. Nobody cut into it. I don't think anybody put anything in their mouths. And then dinner was over. Ouch. You know how long it takes? He defeathered and plucked a goose by hand and then cooked that down. And no one even ate the damn thing, really, because it was I will also give credit to whoever I don't remember the, the, uh, the actress's name who played the father's girlfriend. She was obnoxiously clueless in a really entertaining way. Yeah, I liked her. Um, but like Rupert's character, it's like it's good, but then sometimes he just like goes. He's at ten. Yeah. At times that he shouldn't be, but he's coked up and drunk all the time. So yeah. I guess that makes sense. Um, but I'm like, how does anyone like you? Yeah. And I don't like. That's why I wonder if there's something going on because his relationship to Sean doesn't make sense. They're he's too close. closer to Sean than he is his own sister. Then he is his own sister, yeah. which is what makes me feel like this is some kind of a business transaction that his sister was part of. Like. Yeah, we'll give you the clout and life and connections yeah. to do what you do and have all this fancy food and shit, but you got to take that on. Yeah. You know, that's how it feels to me because she seems... Maybe that's season three. I don't know. Something. It's just there's this weird disconnect that um, I can't quite piece together. And, it, and I feel like something's not right about their relationship because, as you'd said, I haven't seen an emotional loving moment between them yet. Yeah. Not once. Yeah. Even when she was like... In the room threatening to kill herself, his plea to her, it seemed so like, I I don't need you in my life. I need you alive yeah, to yeah. have my life, basically. Yeah. It wasn't that he needed her. It was that, like, yeah, if you're he dead, this is live. over he just for didn't me. didn't want her to kill herself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it was just like, eh, I, I don't know about that. If they had at least had mm-hmm. affection, yeah. it might make sense to me why he goes these lengths. But I didn't really get that. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So all three things that we watched varied from dear God, what is happening to all right, I can see that to like fine. <laughs> yeah. That was that was our week. The emotional roller coaster. <laughs> dear of God, our week. make it stop. <laughs> oh, this is pretty entertaining. All right, fine, I'll stick around. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what's Yeah. You what's wore happening. me down. I, I don't know what it is. Like M Knight's newest film. Tra- the trailer dropped. And yeah. Well, that's based on something, though. That's a, I know, a, a but comic I, I, or uh, graphic novel or something. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll watch the hell out of it, I'll though. watch the hell of a, hell out of it, but I'm already like, I don't Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, you know, he gets it. And yeah. then you're like, yes, yes, He always you. is like, we it's should call him, cold. we should call him 90% Shyamalan because he gets 90% <laughs> of the way there. 
he's hot or cold with me. Like he either just gets it or he loses me so hard. But yeah. I'll never leave. I'll never. I'll never leave this this abusive I relationship. I can't quit him. Um, because you know. So it's like the, like someone who's just like, look, you really need to leave. And you're like, you don't understand. The good outweighs the bad. Yeah. I stay because the good outweighs the bad. And it's like, yeah, that doesn't, <laughs> that does not erase the fact that there's bad enough that you keep mentioning it. Yeah. yeah. But I just, I respect the shit out of the fact that he does what he wants to do. He has that vision and he does it. It just doesn't always connect with me. And this next one, I don't know. I hope. I hope I love it. <laughs> I hope I love it. But I got some serious happening vibes. Yeah. And I was like, <sighs> that was mildly it's traumatic like in the it, theater. It almost would be worse if you loved it because then you're like, yes, he can do it. Now I'm back in. And then it just keeps that thing going. But so. see, I, that's what happened with Split. I didn't think I was going to like Split. I was like, I'm not going to like this. Loved it. Yeah. I will say that it's, listen, there's nothing James McAvoy can't fucking do, all right? Yeah. The man single-handedly made that film and and the second one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't think I'd like that because I didn't like Unbreakable. I'm mm-hmm. one of the few people that didn't like Unbreakable. So I was like, oh, but I liked this better probably because James McAvoy was in it. I yeah. just really enjoy him. Uh, but those two, I was like, oh, I don't know. Love them. Yeah. I've watched them several, whenever they're on TV or whatever, I'm like, I'll watch this again. I always yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, you know, you never know. I'm one of the f- – I, I didn't like Unbreakable, but I'm one of the few people that love The Village. People hate yeah, that fucking movie. Loved The Village. Loved The Village. Yeah. So who knows? You never know. Um, I will always say watch it. I'll always say watch anything that M. Night does. But it just – for me, the character motivations are kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but this is one of the few times where we start with beautiful cinematography, but we actually mean it. It's not just to try to find something good. His cinematography, anything yeah. he's involved with, the cinematography is always stellar. Yeah. So um, I don't know. And now his kid's directing yeah. or family member or something. I, I don't know. I'm interested. I want to see what the, what the tiny Shyamalan's going to do. Mm, yeah. What's the little Shyamalan going to do? Yeah. <laughs> what are they going to bring? Are you? Am I going to love and hate you at the same time? I don't know. Um yeah. Only only time will tell. Only time will tell. I don't know what the hell's going on next week. I don't know what's going on. Our schedule's all over the place. We've got yeah. people in here, guests that are coming on. Um, so I don't know. Actually, no, wait. Aren't we supposed to have a guest? I think we have a guest. I think we have a guest next week. Be our guest. Be, Be our guest. So um yeah. Yeah. Shout outs. Shout outs to MoGraph.com. <laughs> dot com. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> that was that. We got through the whole episode without the dog vomiting. Yeah. So that's fantastic. Good for you, Rizzo. Thank you very much. Yep. And, uh, you know, if you've got films and stuff or, you know, you just want to tell us you're wrong. Yeah. I think that I Care A Lot was the best film I'd ever seen. And, and, Justice, and League Justice League was even is better. the best thing. And Servant is the best thing that Shyamalan's ever been involved in. I'd be like, all right, fine, whatever. Yeah. Fine. That's Let your opinion. Know. Let us know. All right. And then we'll, we'll see you next week with probably a guest. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.